I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Face to Face. This is a show about change and about what's next. It's a show that wants to ask questions, peel back the layers of our average everyday experience, and go beyond scratching the surface. We interview amazing people with incredible ideas and stories who have done wild, weird, and wonderful things. Remember that imagination shared create collaboration, and collaboration creates community, and community inspires social change. I'm David Peck, and this is Face to Face. So my next interview is with Lily Zepeda and Jack Sim, and we talk about the man who is considered to be the world's number two man. I was trying to figure out a, a funnier way to say that, but I guess that's kind of funny enough in a sense. The film is Mr. Toilet. Yes, that's exactly what the film is called, Mr. Toilet. You're going to find out why Lily uh, put up her dukes and said, I'm still going to make this film, even though uh, she had filmmakers and producers telling her there's no way she could sell a film about poo. Yes, that's what this film is really all about. It's about normalizing the toilet. It's about it's about um the trust between the 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 this man Jack and 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 Lily between a filmmaker and the subject itself. We talk about grace and and public toilets and why why problems um are not really something that we talk about. Jack will tell us that we don't we don't really talk about things that we can't solve. We we talk about the toilet revolution and and this constipation of thought and there's just so much humor built into not only the film but into Jack's life and his family and 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 how um, Jack believes we need to create good toilet culture. This is something you know. So many people in the world suffer from uh, water and sanitation issues of, of of various sorts, and and Jack has taken this on as his personal project, and and he's kind of winning uh, in uh, as he comes alongside communities around the world. Yes, conversations about poop. We talk about life equaling passion and desire, and we talk about why 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 we need to do as much as possible. Jack will say to us and how every day is so precious you're going to find out why jack is a professional trouble troublemaker and i would say lily is um a little bit too some of the advice that jack's going to give you uh, as you listen in is to never grow up and there's a there's a reason for that there's a there's a wonder and there's a mystery to that and i think jack has certainly taken that into not only his approach to advocacy and activism but but his life as a whole so coming right up a conversation about mr toilet don't touch that dial and you can check out more about the film mr toiletfilm.com 
www.davidbrown.com. And don't forget to, uh, more, more information about my, my writing, my public speaking, davidpecklive.com. You can order a copy of my book, Real Change is Incremental, there. There's a link to Amazon. I'd love that if you did. And if you can't do that and you want to support the work we're doing at Face to Face, even as low as a dollar a month, you can do that through patreon.com. Many people are now supporting the, the work that they do, certainly podcasting and, and other creative projects through Patreon. Please, please check that out if, if you're so inclined. If you can't do that, I totally understand. I'd love for you to leave us a review or a thumbs up uh, on iTunes or Spotify. Share it. Share the podcast with your friends. Uh, sign up for our newsletter. That goes out uh, once a month, giving people an update on what we're up to. And uh, don't forget, too, so close to 450 interviews now on face-to-face-live.ca. And I also appear on Rabble, rabble.ca, News for the Rest of Us, a whole host of other bloggers, podcasters, and journalists doing important work. Check that out as well. And uh, don't don't go away. Coming right up, Lily Zapeta and Jack Sim talking about their wonderful and fun and engaging and important new film, Mr. Toilet. Well, welcome to Face to Face. Uh, we are joined by two very special guests here uh, with us uh, today to talk about, um, well, uh, to, to talk about, I'm going to call it the great equalizer. Uh, we're here to talk about uh, poop. Uh, um, Mr. Toilet is with us, Jack Sim and Lily Zapeta to talk about their new film, Mr. Toilet. Thanks to you both for, for taking the time today to chat. Thank you so much. I appreciate you talking about poop. So happy to be here. So why don't why don't you both sort of just kind of guide the audience? Maybe uh, you know I'm hoping some of, some of my audience will will get out to see the film uh, over the next little while. Um, I mean, t- 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 set some context for us, Jack, Lily, uh, how how you got into it. Uh, I mean, I, I certainly have a better understanding having watched the film. And by the way, congratulations, love the film. Um, how how can you not love a film about toilets? Yeah, you you can't. I mean, everybody does it. And then when you put a little humor into poop, I mean, you just, it's gold. I I originally got into this because the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation had announced that they were giving out a grand prize for the best toilet. And I thought it was a joke story, but (laughs) it happens that they gave out the grand prize to Caltech University. So I said, naturally, hey, can I come see your toilet? And I did, and I spent a lot of time with them, and they eventually said to me, you know what, if you think this is so interesting, what we're doing here, reinventing the toilet, uh, why don't you talk to this guy named Mr. Toilet? And I remember somebody showed me a caricature of, uh, you know, know, what Jack looks like in cartoon form, and I was like, this this is it. And we had my producer and I had a phone call with him, and as soon as we hung up, my producer says that is what you call a character. So I knew it was going to be a film. Yeah, no, I, I can totally understand that. Now, I want to just uh, riff off of something you said. You said, and naturally, I decided to do this. Um, I, I'm going to argue it's probably <laughs> not natural. Uh, it's probably like there's some kind of drive <laughs> yeah. there. So, and, and there's a drive for yeah. both of you. I'd love to talk about that. So the drive of the filmmaker, the artist, the, the storyteller, the right. drive of this guy jack who wants to turn the world upside down so can you can you both tell me a bit more about that yeah so you're right you got me i think that so i have a background in journalism and i got my degree in journalism but i noticed growing up that i was never interested in the stories that were just kind of straight you know like on the news you you hear about somebody murdered or you hear about you know just like your daily world news that becomes kind of repetitive after a while I was always interested in just weird people 
weird things, just strange stuff you would hear out of nowhere. And this immediately caught my heart. I believe it or not, toilets caught my heart. And I was like, I have to do something with this. So it, it entertained what I've always dreamed of since I was a little girl. I didn't know I'd be covering toilets, but I knew I'd be covering some somebody weird or something interesting. Uh, what about you, Jack? Yeah, so I was a businessman until 40. And then I made some money. I realized that life is only about 80 years. So I thought I got to do something useful before I go away because making some more money is actually a loss making business because you can't get more time and you are selling your precious time for more money, which you not going to use. So it's a kind of a reverse thinking that is not normal, but in reality, we all die. So how do you live your life in the most interesting and purposeful manner and then I discovered that toilet was neglected and so I took up the subject and make it really fun so that people will not be embarrassed because people find very uncomfortable talking about toilet they can talk a lot about eating and drinking and whatever go into the body then they can't talk about what comes out right. so I think <laughs> Toilet has to be a normal subject because it is something you do normally six to eight times a day. It is actually the happiest room in the world because when you go in, you're not happy. When you come out, you're very happy. It's, so, it's, it's kind of true. You know, when, when you say that in the film, Jack, I couldn't help but think of not, let's just leave myself out of it for a second, but, but our dog, Sasha. Every time Sasha poops... She she spins around the backyard. That I, if I had a tail, I'd wag it. She wags the tail, and, and you know, and she charges back in the house. Mm -hmm. Right? There's this mm -hmm. there's this yeah. energetic yeah. response. Right? There's this passionate response to defecating. It's fabulous. Yeah. It is, yeah. and that's why we should all celebrate it and talk about it. Yeah, even your dog is showing you the signs. Yeah, and I sw so I, I swear there's a smile on her face. <laughs> Lily called and said she want to make a movie. So I say, let's do it. So we met in New Delhi at the Reinventing the Toilet Fair. Mm -hmm. And we started. So at first, I didn't know it would take so long. I thought maybe she'll shoot for two weeks. And then it became five years. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, he thought it would be a two-week situation or eventually I would just quit or run out of money but i you know every so a couple of months or so i was knocking on his door saying okay it's time to film again five years later <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just keep going on and on and uh lily has to keep raising funds while also waiting for the next shot because as we do things it takes time so we have to wait for project to finish and then come back to shoot the completed project. So there's a lot of um, waiting time that she used to fundraise. And I really admire the gumption of Lily mm. because she started off not knowing how to make a film in the first place. She's a journalist and then she gathered all the experts to help her and she really assembled a consortium of very good advisors. And then the keep on 
honing the film and I have to do a lot of repeat, like do some more sound uh, recording because <laughs> the last one was uh, doesn't sound very clear or retake shots and all that. And of course, one of the most torturing thing is to do B-roll and walking here and there. I don't know why making well, film you have to but Jack, walking. That, Jack, that must appeal to your ego, though, shooting all the B-roll, those wonderful <laughs> shots with with the sun setting in the background and walking along the train tracks and so on. Yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I've not seen the film yet. Yeah. And I'm really curious because I want to tell the audience that your first time is also my first time and I hope it's good for you. <laughs> yeah, so he actually he <laughs> has not seen it uh we know more or less the story but he he def we talked about it together and he definitely agreed that he does want it to be a surprise but i wanted to also prep him for a little bit about the narrative so he knows a little bit so this is um, no lily this is world premiere right hot dogs world premiere yes and there's a lot of trust there because i don't know if she will um make a film that upset some of my friends or whatever, but mm -hmm. I don't think so. I no. trust her. Yeah, you trust me. Yeah, we'll I see. Think, well, After that, tomorrow. That's a whole subject in <laughs> itself for an interview. Yeah, let's let's have an interview post-screening uh, to see if you still trust her, Jack. Yes, <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. Free in a post. So, so Jack, you say mm. you say at one point, just to sort of uh, tie back to the comment you were making about, you know, what, what, what pushed you forward into this, you know, into water and sanitation and, and trying to solve this ridiculous problem around the world. I think you point out, Lily, at the beginning, $260 billion a year is lost to, 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 to problems with sanita sanitation and two and a half billion people don't have access. I mean, these are, these are crazy numbers, but, but Jack, I am interested to know, and I love how you start the film with the, 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 the new day, the, the, the establishing shot of the, you know, the, the blinds are opened and, and you know, you're going to step into this world and you have no idea where you're going. And then you, you tell us that the toilet is a spiritual room and you know, you got, you got to let go and connect with the universe. Is that where you had, the 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 realization that you were that you were going to take on this crazy problem were you sitting on the john jack that's so, what i want to know uh actually no <laughs> uh one morning i was uh, reading the newspaper and my prime minister was saying that we should have uh we should measure our graciousness against the cleanliness of our public toilets so I was really looking for something meaningful to do. And when I read that, I say, yes, nobody will do this. So let me start a mm. restroom association in Singapore. And then I started to tell people to clean up the public toilet in the shopping center, in the schools, in, in all these uh, transport centers. And then I realized that the world has a bigger problem that is, Two and a half billion people without toilets. So that switches the focus from just merely public toilet in the cities to also include people without toilets. And it became a whole big journey traveling all over the world, just visiting everybody's poop. I mean, it's the most disgusting job you can ever think of. Traveling all over the world to the worst places 
mm. to look at people and how to solve this problem. And if there is no meaning in it, you can't do this job. Yeah. So it's really, really about wanting to make a difference and wanting to live a useful life before I go away. Yes. It's, I love how you talk, mm. talk about it, the film, you know, uh, in one of your interviews or maybe during some of the narration, how, you know, you want to take the poop into, into pop culture. I thought that was lovely. And, and, and you, I mean, you really are both of you, you know, creating this, this marvelous, meaningful, uh, long term that will live on for many years. It seems to me public engagement campaign, really, isn't this about raising awareness? Don't you say at some point in the film where I'm going to do whatever it takes to get people to talk about this? I mean, isn't, isn't that really what this film is about? I mean, Lily, this is a question for you too, as a filmmaker and as the editor, as any, you know, in any great film to me, it's about so much more than just, you know, what I'm seeing up on the screen. And I mean, you, what I love about the film is you get into gender disparity. We're talking about justice. We're talking about poverty and the gap, you know, I mean, there's so many issues that, 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 that are raised in the film and you do it in such a delightful way. Anyway, I just, I'm, I'm interested uh, 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 about that and, and uh, yeah, this, this massive global public engagement campaign. Yeah. So Jack taught me a couple of things at the beginning of this film. He said, you, you, what we don't talk about, we can't solve. And it sounds so simple, mm. but we don't ever think, we don't ever think that way. And another thing I had asked him is, well, what do you want from this film? This is really early on. He's like, Lily, I just want people to start talking about this. And that, and I was thinking so, so much grander scale of things and not that we won't use it for an impact campaign, but on a basic level, if we can have people start to ha having conversations about this and um, they're no longer embarrassed about something they do every single day, then we can move the conversation to other things and they actually can uh, open their hearts and minds to other things. Like you said, the gender disparity, how women have to go out in early in the morning or late at night and risk, uh, risk either getting steak bites or getting worse, even getting raped just to go to the bathroom and they have to hold it all day. And so it's one of those things that is a greater meaning for me. If I can make it funny and if I can open people up and then all of a sudden I even realize just in showing people the trailer or just in showing people in feedback screenings, they come up to me and they're like, oh, I have to tell you about this one time, this poop story. And they just spill their guts. They tell me the grossest things that they have never told friends or family. And I, right then and there, I started a conversation about poop. Um, and that's what Jack taught me. I think that this is not just a film for entertainment or information. This is a film that will help the toilet revolution because the more people watch this film, the better the world become. That people start to realize, my goodness, this is something that I've never ever thought of and it's so important. And they were always trying to avoid it because the subject of poop is incompatible with a wholesome self-image. And yet that toilet is just like sex, you know. Mm. If you don't talk about it, you cannot improve. So long ago, the sex revolution, before that happened, there was so much that you cannot say. They're like constipated, right? And after the sex revolution, you now have it in the songs, you have it as just a normal subject. And I think 
it's so important to talk about it just for social justice, for your personal health, for teaching children to wash their hands, hygiene, intestinal worms, how not to uh, get contaminated pollution in the river, how we can get recycling of the urine and the poop back into fertilizer, back into nutrients to the soil. So many things in ecology, in social justice, education, how people, how uh, mental hygiene is. So many, so many things to talk about, you see. So Absolutely. What, what, um, Jack, what I, what I love is it's such a simple subject, really. I mean, it's really just about, like you say, we do it six to eight times a day. And yet it's, it's, it's connected to, to everything. It's connected to the food we eat. It's connected to the, the environments we live in. The simple, the simple fix of washing your hands every day. What, what a, how, that, how, how something as simple as that could change the world, right? Yeah. So I hope that the film will be uh, going onto Netflix, going onto all these big distribution channels, not because that it's just a marketing thing, but it's a film that can save the world. It's a film that if more people watch, the world will become legit in taking toilet, sanitation, poop as something of their daily life. And you know, we need good toilet culture because whatever we do every day, six to eight times a day is culture. Good, good toilet culture. I love it. Hey, Lily, um, talk, talk, <laughs> talk to me a little bit about, um, and did you, did you get any pushback? I'm going to connect it to sort of the, the cultural pushback maybe of, of that one, uh, Brahmin, I think who said that, you know, this culture change in India mm. is going to take a hundred years. Did you get any pushback over here? You know, when, when you were trying to raise funds for it, did people think you were nuts? Did they roll their eyes? Um, and then I, I, I want to, <laughs> I want to connect it to, uh, did you come up with any creative ideas for, for, for raising funds? Like maybe selling poo boy sculptures or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's really funny. Um, so I, I always get pushed back a little bit on this, but I know that the person who doesn't seem also the humor and value in it is probably not the right person for me, but I know right. some people are really squeamish as it is. I've had to pitch this film. I was at Hot Talks within three years ago, pitching uh, at the meat market, and there were people that would tell me straight up, I cannot sell a film about poop. And they would just <laughs> be like, end of conversation. Sorry, I can't sell. But I think what I really had to hone my pitch on and which is true, this is a character based film. This is a film about this is a hero's journey. This is a film about an eccentric man who's obsessed with toilets, who goes on an impossible journey to save the world. And it happens to be a shit crisis, mm. you know, a poop crisis. So um, then once they realize this is more than just, um, a cause-based film. It's actually a character-based film and his cause happens to be this thing. I think people got on board a little bit more. And we did a really fun, um, we did fun partnerships like WaterAid during World Toilet Day uh, sends out this um, uh, app where you create your own poo emoji. You can dress it up in a hat or like different, you know, of course garments you yeah. or necklaces. 
course you can. <laughs> and then it was a great way to start a conversation on Twitter. And you start sending all your poo emojis, your personal poo emojis on Twitter. And you're like, here's mine. And it was, uh, it was a campaign through WaterAid uh, during World Toilet Day, which, of course, was founded by Jack. So these were kind of fun things we would engage in to get people talking. And we had fun um, kind of – we also had fun gifts that we would give out on Kickstarter when we had a Kickstarter campaign in 2015 and Kickstarter loved it so much. We were a staff pick that year. So I guess they got the humor. Oh, they got it. Oh, that's yeah. That's really cool. Have you got a, have you got a, a hashtag yet for the film? We do. Are we, I mean, it's called, it's give a shit now or it's Mr. Toilet. I don't know if, if uh, that's censored I say, on your, I say, on we, your, oh. I say we spend about 30 seconds coming up with a few others like hashtag poo matters okay. or, um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag. I love, I love my toilet. We use that one that's a lot. That's <laughs> pretty good. Yeah. I like hashtag. We, I love my toilet. Um, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates foundation. They have used toilets for all, especially dope. when there's the, you know, during the toilet fair, they use toilets for all. And Toilets for All was also the United Nations World Toilet Day resolution. Mm -hmm. And so uh, after 13 years of founding the World Toilet Organization, our founding day, 19th of November, was unanimously adopted by all 193 country members yeah, of the UN General and and that's kind of really really make the agenda legitimate because prior to that they call it water and when you call something something else you never get uh, any attention mm -hmm. right so when you call sanitation a water agenda it's really our point so we now successfully give sanitation its own uh, center stage in the UN, and every country is now celebrating World Toilet Day every year. Yeah. So, so Jack, I've got a specific question for you. So, you're, you know, some of the, so, hmm, I don't want to, I don't want to spoil too many surprises uh, in the film. So, I'm gonna, I actually was gonna go down a certain path. I'm not gonna go down that path. So, so Lily, you say on your website mm -hmm. that curiosity is the air you breathe. Is that right? Uh -huh. Yes, it's very true. <laughs> so I so I love that. I, I I'm academically I've studied philosophy forever. I still read it. Uh, so philosophy is all rooted in wonder. So wonder, curiosity, very similar, very connected. It's it's about the question. It's about about discovery and mystery and so on. Jack, you are possibly one of the most driven people that I've never met. Hopefully, I'm going to meet you before the end of Hot Docs <laughs> this year. But but tell me. Where I mean, you've talked about you know uh, wanting to make uh, a contribution and and you don't want to live a useless life and what you know just making money is going to make you miserable. Is is it curiosity? Is it wonder? Is it is it a drive to change the world? Like what? Where does that all come from? So I have a countdown on my phone uh, till my death date, which is my 80th birthday. Wow! You know, people say you don't. You say you don't know when you will die, but if you budget it, then you will know when you will die, right? Of course, you're not going to kill yourself. You're still alive the next day. But it's very, very important to be circumspect and know how many days you have left. And today, I have 6,525 days before I die. So if you have so few days left, 
every single day is precious, every moment got to be useful. And so the older I get, the lesser time I have, the more urgent I have to do more things. And that energizes me a lot. And so the passion is driven by the scarcity of time. Mm. So, yeah. so, so you want to, you're, 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 you're incredible. Like, were you in accounting at some point? You're very economical about your time. I think, I mean, I think it's wonderful. I, I don't know if I know anyone who would say I've got X amount of days left, therefore I need to live, you know, today. And what I find sort of, sort of interesting and maybe even ironic is you're, you're always in the next idea, right? So, so you're always kind of in the next moment, which is sort of, sort of almost contradictory to the idea of every moment is precious. Did, did, does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense because if you're dead, you can do nothing. So while you're alive, you have to do as many things as possible and you have to leave multiple tracks as possible. So the more energy you have, the more life you have, mm. the more things you can get done because life is equivalent to the level of energy you are alive if you are very tired every day because you hate your job and you really really want to quit then you don't really live a very fruitful life but if you are very energized you want to do something because you're so worried that if you die and this doesn't this done. doesn't get done then you want to use as much creativity and have as much purpose as possible because I could just uh, play computer game and and watch television, but nothing will happen. So I don't want to waste time doing that. How how have you um, hmm? How do you water the passion, Jack? I mean, I would think there are a lot of people in the world who will see this film, um, who will come out of it thinking. I, I want to do the same. I want to find an issue. I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, and this is what I mean about the public engagement campaign. And by the way, I, I mean, I, Lily, you must have, have thought about this, but I think this kind of cause related film story, as you say, character driven and so on, it's going to resonate with a, with a lot of people. And I think I, I have to disagree with that, uh, uh, distributor or whoever it was that said they can't sell a film about poo. That's just, that's just <laughs> my two cents, by the way. Um, but, but yeah, Anyway, Jack, where, yeah, how do you water that? How do you get out of bed every day and say, and open the blinds and go, hey, it's sunny today. That's great. It's not sunny today. That's also great. Yeah, I think that you find the biggest problem in the world and you want to solve it. In fact, I keep finding more issues that are even more exciting. <laughs> I find uh, poverty, 4 billion people without uh, connection to our former marketplace. Yes. These are farmers, fishermen, slum dwellers. And I say, how can people live in animal state which is lower quality of life than the dogs in America? So I think that the world is not fair and we can find very, very big problem and solve it, not by ourselves, but by creating a movement for everybody to join in. You see, the thing about creating a movement is that you cannot be the person who solves it, but you trigger a whole chain reaction with media, with politicians, 
academia who do re research with bureaucrats who will create budgets and spending and then technologies and foundations and everybody gets into the act and that is where the movement have a life of its own you're not controlling it you're just fueling the fire and things get done because everybody comes together yeah it's a wonderful wonderful lofty uh goal to have and it's not it's not lofty i i'm with you jack i i i think it's absolutely doable i think we live in a really cynical age unfortunately and and, and people often not not everyone but often are kind of well it's great for that guy but i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna do this instead or i'm just gonna i'm gonna hunker down and keep playing the video games i mean that is the cynical response but i so love that lily has captured this this part of you in the film and and uh, frankly offered up not only something that's incredibly affirming but a real challenge to us all um, as well lily what what do you take i mean you you must have had a lot of footage if you shot for five years i would think uh how how hard was it to piece the story together or or, or is it actually pretty easy it's kind of a, a pretty interesting subject matter right out of the gate it seems to me yeah it's actually re really difficult in the sense of number number one uh filmmakers never know where the arc is going to go how, you know because you're just following real life and you're, it, right. you're it's unfolding before your eyes you don't know and you don't really pre-write the script so that part can be unsettling but also very exciting and it can take forever but the other side of it is because you have a character like jack who does so many things he is not just like mr toilet he's also an artist he's a troublemaker he is, um, he, you know, like he does the funniest thing. He, he, he went to Singularity University in Northern California for like a semester. I mean, he does all these things all over. He makes all these inventions. And so that part was hard to hone in because I wanted to show people all of that, but I knew I would confuse them right. if I showed them everything. It's like showing in you know, sh showing somebody an ADD child who's running all over the world, and you're like, wait, what's happening? But I think what I decided to do is I wanted people to know that childlike wonder that Jack has. Mm -hmm. And he uses that, that childlike wonder, which is actually quite genius, to solve problems. And I tried to capture that in a lot of the animations that we did because I wanted to see what is it like to live inside his mind <laughs> and what it's like is what it's like is to be five years old or 10 years old or however old you, you know, however old, you know, he is on a daily basis, it changes. But it's like when you are your five-year-old self is when you're your purest self and you, you can solve anything and you have all these ideas and you don't filter them. And that's what it's like being with Jack. And that's just like to solve a problem. And that's why it feels like it's easier for him. Maybe than other people, like you said, who become cynical or find, the you know they prime the problem not the solution so that was the goal and that made it easier and the real thing about solving problem is never to grow up <laughs> because adults are deteriorated children so if you stay childlike everything is so simple you see it in the simplest way you can narrate it you can communicate complicated issues into very, very simple messaging. And that's where the media engagement is very strong because every time I tell them a story, they don't have a lot of space. So I simplify it until the narrative is so 
uh, in its essence in every report, especially television, you just have few seconds and then everything is told. Yeah. Um, I love uh, near the beginning of the, uh, I hope you don't mind Lily tipping this, but uh, there was a condition you were, you weren't allowed to use the word shit on BBC. And uh, I really, I really want to know, did you actually go and use it anyway? So I couldn't use it, but I broke another rule there, but it was live telecast, so they could do nothing. Um, uh, I say that the toilet is a great equalizer because whether you are the queen of England or you are just a normal person, you still have to go to the toilet. And the broadcaster was saying like, Please do not make assertion about our royal family. <laughs> That's hilarious. See, well, he's, a, well, he's a troublemaker, I told you. Well, I've, and I love, Lily, that you said he's an artist and he's a troublemaker. It's just so funny. I'd yeah. say I'd say a professional troublemaker. That's what I'd say. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I, what I, I, I always very worried that the government of some country will just take offense and no punish me but so far i haven't got into real trouble although i try to make trouble all the time well jack we uh, we canadians are pretty conservative so you might have to be careful so just 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 be careful at the q a um at, at the first screen when's the first screening lily the first screening is saturday night five forty-five, and we we, we feel like that the director of the film festival is not so conservative, which is why he chose the film. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of teasing a little so, bit, but not, not, not entirely. Well, we had an experience with Canadians today. We ran around in poo costumes all over town. And we were having trying to get people to take pictures with us and yell, love my toilet. And the only people that would do it were kids, middle schoolers. Yeah. So, oh, that's yeah. pretty interesting. So I might I was actually kind of making a joke there, uh, you know, to going to make some comment about conservative Singaporeans and conservative Canadians, but apparently maybe we're uh, a close second. What do you think, Jack? <laughs> Let's say they are just opening up. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Well, I love your I love your solution, Jack. Don't ever grow up. Maybe that's uh, I and 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 I would think Lily, you must have uh, as you were filming this, and, and and even just as you say with the character and all the stuff that you didn't show us, you you must see a couple other films here. You got a whole series, frankly. Yeah, that's very true. I mean, you could do the day in the life of Jack every single day and do a whole <laughs> Netflix series. I mean, you could also do a series on the technology of toilets. You could do a, you could do it on every country. I mean. But yeah, Jack is probably the most interesting because you, you kind of never know what's going to happen with him. Yeah. And that's that's beautiful part. You know yeah. what I would like to maybe to appear on one of these late night shows? Oh. Like, what is that? Like Jimmy Kimmel? Yeah. Or, or yeah, uh, what's the other guy? How about Trevor Noah? Other... Yeah. Oh. oh, Trevor Noah would be perfect. You know why Trevor Noah would be perfect? Because he grew up... Um, without a toilet when he was younger or oh. he grew up with a really bad toilet and him and Oprah talked about it. They talked about having to go in an outhouse and go through the, um, you know, go, go into like a hole yeah. and it goes to the bottom of or, the ground. Yeah. Or to talk at Oprah's yeah. yeah. Well, Oprah's on a new channel, but Trevor Noah would be great for you. Yeah. Mm. Jack, I love, I love, I love, I love that you started. I love that you start at the top, Jack. 
let's let's go let's go let's go for Oprah. That's fantastic. Yeah, from yeah. Fi- from face to face with David Peck to Oprah. Yeah. I mean, it's a natural progression, really. Absolutely. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's possible. Let's just call her. Let's just. That's call right. Her. Let's just yeah. pick up the phone and call her. Maybe she, maybe she's listening in, and then she will say, "Let's do it." Let's do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, listen. It's been uh, sadly we got to wrap this conversation up. I I, uh, I I wish we could keep it going. Maybe maybe we can do a part two down the road. That that would be delightful. But thank thanks to you both for for taking the time today. We've been chatting with Jack Sim and uh, Lily Zapata about their new film Mr. Toilet, premiering at Hot Docs uh, this year, 2019. Thank thanks to you both. Really appreciate your time today. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Bye bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.